following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to the huge show. Todd Net, want to give a shout out to Sports Radio 100.9 FM, the Mid- Midland Bay City Saginaw. They're killing it in their first month with their new lineup. That features X's and Bros and Anthony Bellino in the morning, followed by Dan Patrick, Colin Coward, and the Huge Show. And then the payoff, which is local sports radio every day. On 100.9 FM, The Mitt in Midland. I'm pumped up, man. It's a football Friday. We got Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow. And also we got Seingate. Oh, my God! Harbaugh has cheated to beat everybody! He's stealing signs! I saw this Ross Dellinger. Oh, look on the sidelines. They got a guy stealing signs. It's legal anywhere except sending somebody to another stadium. And that person can't use electronic equipment or record anything or scout. Oh, there's a report that Harbaugh has a military analyst. Jeff Risden, who will join us later from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire, said the Lions specifically have people who look to try and figure out the other signs of the coaches. Now, the only possible wrongdoing here in all these allegations against a man who will give a hamburger and steal a sign. I think Harbaugh's new name should be the Hamburglar. <laughs> What's your name? Coach Hamburglar. What do you do? I give cheeseburgers and steal signs. You combine them. I'm the Hamburglar. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. So I'm trying to figure this out. Is this somebody inside Michigan who is trying to get Harbaugh to leave for the NFL? Because you look at cheeseburgers or talking to a kid with leukemia during COVID-19. And now, oh, I think they cheated. And 
there, there are names being leaked out by the NCAA. The two schools who went after Michigan and alleged cheating aren't identified, but they're identifying people on Harbaugh's staff or the University of Michigan. What type of American current political BS is that? This is a hit piece on Harbaugh. There is nothing there. And any of you trying to compare this to anything Ohio State has done or Michigan State has done, get out of here, man. Even Urban Meyer, this is going around Twitter right now. Urban Meyer said that they had someone on their staff that scouted everything Michigan. This is Urban Meyer. Listen to this. I can argue with anybody. I'm not sure there's anybody that's ever respected that rivalry more than I have. I studied it. We had a little board everywhere about what they recruited, what they were doing offensively and defensively. And one coach, that's all he did was watch them year-round. All we did was watch them year-round. So... Oh, look at this Ross Dellinger. There's a photo on somebody on the sidelines at Michigan. Oh, they got a clipboard. They got a, oh, what are they doing? They're stealing signs. You can do that. That's why coaches use even in the NFL where they're talking to their quarterback in a helmet, which, by the way, or their middle linebacker, uh, how can the NCAA not have the radio helmets and take away the signs? Then you got a play chart, and the coach can cover his mouth, and he talks to the quarterback or the D coordinator upstairs, talks to the middle linebacker, whoever's taking the defensive signals. This is a great story for sports radio. It is. There is nothing to this story. Superfly, can I get a list of our guests today, please? Thank you. I would appreciate that. I know we have Risden coming up later. I know we have Ballas. And I know we have comp. So is Ballas first? Because you put it up, I don't see it on the computer. So we got Ballas first. So that's good. Because I'm telling you right now uh, how names of Michigan analysts are being released, how the Michigan name is being released, but the two schools who ratted out Michigan and Harbaugh and this analyst aren't being released. Uh, Welcome to America, 2023, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by. Chris, you know, this story the last 24 hours has just gotten out of hand. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is it is what it is. And, uh, you know, they just suspended the analysts, Connor Stillings, with pay. I don't know if you saw that. That just broke a couple minutes ago. And um, so pending the outcome of the NCAA investigation into the uh, alleged illegal sign stealing and scouting. So, and uh, you know, really the gist of it is, is uh, what did Connor do? Uh, they did take his computer. We have confirmed that. Uh, they gave that over to the NCAA investigators. And uh, did he have this vast network? That's the part that intrigues me. Uh, what proof do they have of a vast network of of, of uh, guys scouting games and things like that illegally? And and are they taking film of those games and and everything else? And if so, then uh, that's illegal, you know. And you, you just can't do it now. There are reason the reason it's illegal is back to 1994 when it was became too expensive. They said and they wanted didn't want to give anybody an advantage to to do that. And uh, so they you know it wasn't even about whether or not they were scouting. It was about money. But regardless, it's uh, considered and. And, uh, a no-no, and if they were doing it extensively, and depending on who knew about it, our sources tell us, you know, if, if it was the, if that was the case, and whoever knew about it would probably be suspended. So, here's one uh, analyst, Connor Stallions, and we'll see where it goes from here. So, this analyst, Connor or Connor Stallions, I, I saw this Ross Dellinger tweet that 
showed him standing on the sideline with a clipboard, uh, allegedly confronted by uh, coaches on the other side after games. We know what you're doing. Uh, that doesn't violate the rule. The NCAA bylaw says you can't scout and go uh, to another stadium or put people in other stadiums to scout for you. So these photos that show them on the sidelines, no big deal. I just played the audio of Urban Meyer saying we had somebody watching Michigan uh, year-round, everything they did. Right, exactly. But you know what? Uh, They're under the microscope and people are – uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you could probably go to anywhere and, and I'm not, I'm not condoning it and I'm not saying it's okay. And I'm not using the, everybody does it excuse, but you know, when you're under the microscope and people want to bring you down, which is very clear when it comes to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, uh, I think that's obvious to anybody who's been paying attention that might not, that's not a rival anyway. If you look at how the national media is pursuing this story, you know, they're saying that it looks like even Paul Feinbaum saying it looks like they have a vendetta against Jim Harbaugh. That's him talking. That's not me. Uh, uh, that you know, and Michael Irvin this morning saying the same thing, and you know, I feel like they're piling on Harbaugh and looking for reasons, and and a lot of people think it's because you know he's been calling out the NCAA about certain things when it comes to revenue sharing for players and everything else, and rocking the boat. So uh, and he kind of said as much earlier this year. So regardless, um, it is something that they're taking seriously, and uh, we'll have to see how it plays out uh, because it's they're just getting started now. All this talk about how it's going to be, well, it's going to affect this season, and they're not going to be able to go to the playoff and all that crap is just absolutely not true. They'd have to first issue a notice of allegations, which they still can't do for another 86 days. Michigan would have 90 days to respond or something like that. So, however, if it was proven uh, and Michigan has not gotten proof yet from the NCAA, according to my sources, that others were involved and other coaches were involved and the NCAA has evidence of that, then I think those guys would be suspended too, whether it's Jim Harbaugh or the coordinators or anybody else. So we'll continue to watch it, but as of right now, it's just Connor Stallions, the analyst. So don't you think if you would get to the point that you're going to go nationally and you're the NCAA and you contact the Big Ten and you contact Michigan State and Michigan State almost said we're not going to play the game because we fear for the safety of our players. Oh, yeah, that interim presidents, I'm telling you, school presidents have Michigan State. Uh, the track record there is laughable to be chagrined uh, by maybe uh, somebody scouting Okay, don't even I'm not going down that list right now. But I'm going to say that if you're going to go to that point where all of these college football NCAA suck-ups, these Power 5 suck-ups except for Feinbaum, are writing these hit pieces, don't you think they would deliver some proof immediately to the school that would show, "Hey, we saw your dude uh Stallions at uh the Rutgers game or a Rutgers practice, right? Something like that." Don't you think there'd be some some proof given to the school that would uh, make them say, you know, wait a minute. No, we're going to fight this. Because the one thing I see when you're just giving up computers and you're suspending people with pay, uh, I get you're a member institution. You're erring on the side of caution here if you're Michigan. But is anybody at Michigan going to stand up to the NCAA and and protect Harbaugh? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's a fair question, and I think they are. I think they're saying, look, and that's why they're saying to the NCAA, we need your evidence. Give it to us now, uh, you know, and we'll take care of it. But if you don't have the evidence, then we'll see you in court, you know, type of thing. So, but again, they're just getting started with this investigation, so they need to be careful, right? If if the NCAA were to have this, this evidence and Michigan were to get caught in some lies or something like that, then it just gets worse for them, right? For example, if, if there were evidence, hypothetically, that Jim Harbaugh were in 
involved in this, and he came out with his statement, and he said, look, I have no knowledge, and I never obviously encouraged this or said it was okay, then uh, obviously it's going to be bad for him for, or for anybody else. So I think what counsel would say is keep your mouth shut at this point, and, uh, and let's see what we are dealing with here, and then we'll go forward. So, But, you know, it's funny because uh, the punishment for this, everybody asks, you know, uh, first of all, this, this basically made all the Kansas talk disappear, right, the timing of this. It's unbelievable what they were able to get away with Kansas basketball with their level five, their five level one violations and everything else. And now we're, we're concentrating on Michigan again. And, um, you know, the precedence here for, in terms of punishment, there was a coach on the sidelines, uh, illegal, illegally scouting one game for Baylor or something like that about five or six years ago. And he received a half game suspension. So, Ooh, so let, let, let's create a 24 hour news cycle (laughs) nationally. And by the way, Okay, for coach scouting, there is no NCAA rule that says you can't do it on your sidelines or do it via video. You just can't go in season to opponents, practices, scrimmages, or games. Right, but now if there's this vast network that they're doing it consistently, then I can see where it would be a bigger deal, right? And uh, and so that's what they're trying to prove. And and if they can prove that, and that Michigan coaches were involved, then I'm guessing that yeah, it could be it could be rather serious. So that's why I'm willing to wait and see what happens. What's a vast network? Who's with. saying a vast network? Where's this coming from? That was on Yahoo. That was on Yahoo. Yeah, like the Big Ten. What what a perfect name for their Yahoo. <laughs> Well, I, I think it came from the Big Ten. I think they just reported. Yeah, that hold that on, Yahoo. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll see. Uh, you know, I'm willing to like, like I said, it's, it almost feels like a guilty uh, until proven innocent type of thing mm. when it comes to this stuff. But uh, I'm willing to sit back and say, hey, all right, let's see what you got, and then then we'll react to it. Right now, I'm not willing to dismiss it as nothing. And right now, I'm certainly not ready to say, okay, they need to burn the program down. And, and I wouldn't anyway. If this were, if that were the case, then you're probably going to see some coaches suspended or some people fired or whatever. But it certainly does seem like, uh, like Jim Harbaugh might throw up his hands at the end of the year, right, and say, I don't need this crap and go back mm. to the NFL. And some, though, told us that, hey, after they saw him recently, they said he has uh, got more resolve than ever. He's unfazed and he's got more steel in his spine, as he likes to say. And He's, uh, they're ready to take it out on some people. So it'll be interesting to see how they finish the rest of the year. Yeah, sure will. Uh, because if you think about this, what you just mentioned, the, this vast network, unless there's this organized cheating ring that would extend beyond Ann Arbor, which I find ridiculous. So I'm in an opinion position uh, for what I do, Chris, is uh-huh. that when I look at the severity of what this story has brought the last 24 hours, uh, unless you can document and prove that Harbaugh has cheated to win, and now they're connecting it, this is why they've been successful the last two years. Really? So here, I, I, I just want to say this, and and if if he is guilty of this, then he's the dumbest man on earth. That <laughs> you would risk everything you build up on allowing an analyst to have an organized network, and now Harbaugh's statement yesterday said he had no knowledge of. Uh, any uh, scouting or any of the accusations, okay? That And I shared that. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com team put that out uh, late yesterday afternoon. So 
You would risk, if it's Shiano, because we're trying to think, I'm looking at the rats, and really Ryan Day and Shiano jump out at me right away. Yeah, Rules new at Nebraska, he's under fire. What a great way to take the heat off of you and say, hey, man, these dudes are stealing our signs when you're speaking at the Husker breakfast and they're going, we're paying you for what? Yeah. You know, and I'm telling you, you think Harbaugh would everything, your your entire credibility, all – uh, that'd be like a coach wanting to get naked on FaceTime. You, you think a coach would ever do that? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I can't. No comment on that one. Neither uh, can I. I. I have no comment. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm telling you, this guilty before innocent. This is a hit job. I part of me even Chris feels that, and then we've talked about this during. You know, now Harbaugh is being referred to as the Hamburglar between hamburgers and now stealing signs. He's the Hamburglar. Is that yeah. uh, I? I feel I've always felt this that I there are people who are double agents inside the walls of the University of Michigan who are looking to push Harbaugh out. I don't know who they are. I don't have any proof, but I. It's just the gut and it smells. All these stories smell. They really do. Yeah, it's it's kind of you know there there's been talk of a whistleblower and things like that and maybe somebody who didn't like Connor Stallions and so on and so forth. So again, these are details that I want to I want to sit back and watch develop. But I thought it was interesting. Uh, there was a report out there that Ohio State knew about it and changed things up before the 2022 game down there in last year's game in in Columbus. Yeah, that so worked. That that really yeah. worked. <laughs> Got outscored twenty something to three in the second yeah. half. So uh, so yeah, I don't. Think anybody, nobody outside of the rivals is saying this is the reason that Michigan has won. It's kind of like, you know, looking at uh, Jim, uh, Tom Brady's footballs and saying, yeah, Deflate Gate, and that's why he's been able to, to throw so well. And, and that's when Spygate is why, you know, the, the Patriots have won all their championships. No, they're playing championship level football, but it is an unfair advantage if, you're rec- if you are recording practices and doing this. And uh, But yeah, to do it against the Rutgers or, or in Indiana, things like that would be absolutely stupid. Right, uh, and so it doesn't make any sense. And if they did that, and, and they were caught doing that, then shame on them. Frankly, when the world is about Ohio State calling out people cheating, I'm ready for the rapture and Jesus to come get me. <laughs> and they were. There's no question they knew Michigan signals, uh, defensive signals in 2018 and 2019 to the point that some people were almost bragging about it. So uh, you know what? Uh, when they were running up 63 points on Don Brown's defense, and I guess those scenes, those signs weren't very hard to steal, from what I understand. But they were doing it, and uh, that's not the that's not the issue here. Uh, that is perfectly legal, and for people to get mad at somebody for doing it better than you legally is one thing. But again, if you're out there and you've got this vast network, and again, we have yet to see evidence of that, of uh, you know going across stadiums all over the country and and uh, making sure you're recording all kinds of science and stuff like that, then that's something else that they might have to deal with. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. You know, I knew when they hired Jack Reacher to be an analyst for Michigan football, there could be trouble down the road. <laughs> This guy's supposedly brilliant. This counter stallion, he's a military guy. So How can your name that can't be his real name? You're a military guy. Who are you? I'm Connor Stallions. Yeah. And uh so, what do you do? I uh, I work for Tom Clancy. I'm Connor Stallions. Yeah. yeah Sounds uh, like a stripper that's gonna be up at Soren Eagle when the guys are all hunting in November. 
<laughs> he's a he's a good guy. You know, I've talked to him before, and uh, and so hoping for the best here out of this uh, situation certainly has given us plenty to to write about here in the last few days, other other than the Michigan Michigan State game. Uh, signs, signs everywhere. A sign you can follow it at the Wolverine.com with Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, Clayton Safia, and more. Plus, there's a football game tomorrow. What's your prediction? On Michigan, Michigan State. Before I let you go tomorrow, now yeah, there is a football game. No one's talking about. <laughs> yeah, they had a great week of practice, and, uh, and you know, and they're using this as fuel, from what I understand. I think I'm thinking something like 34 to 13, and um, you know, it's gonna be tough for that young quarterback. I think against that Michigan defense, we'll see if the weather holds out. It's supposed to rain a little bit now. They're saying so, but yeah, I think Michigan goes goes up there on a mission and takes care of business. Thank you, Chris. We'll talk Monday. We'll look back at the game. Sounds good. Thanks, Billy. Yeah, so Connor Stallions, the analyst, suspended with pay, gave up his computer as the NCAA is going to investigate that. But forget the millions going and pay-to-play NIL money. Forget that, okay? Just forget that. You know, there, there are signs everywhere. You know, this Connor Stallions was a pretty hip dude. Harbaugh met him back in the late 70s in Berkeley. Jimi Hendrix concert and he said someday I'm going to need you to tell me what the sign says come on Connor let's do it and the sign said long haired freaky people need not apply so I took my hair up under my hat and I went in to ask him why he said you look like a fine upstanding young man I think you do So I took off my hat I said imagine that Me working for you That was really hardball interviewing the guy and saying the job's yours. Connor Stallions. Oh, this story. Makes me sick to my stomach. And what was the suspension before for a coach doing on the sidelines? Ballas said a half a game. A vast network. And I love how the NCAA can smoke out Connor Stallions and leak that to college football Power 5 reporters. Leak Michigan and call the Big Ten office in Michigan State, and warn them. What the hell was that about? Hey, be careful. They're going to have your signs. And if they have your signs, you know what happens? If someone has your sign, your kid's aren't safe on the field. So have their heads on a swivel. Because signs, signs, everywhere is sign. This is crazy. Oh, my God. It's just like our political system in D.C. It is. You're guilty until proven innocent. Amazing. President Harbaugh. No one wants him reelected. <laughs> Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. We'll actually talk about the game Saturday night in East Lansing. He'll join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. 
Shop early holiday deals this week at Meyer. Deals like a Vizio 50-inch smart TV for just $249.99. Get 50% off Olympia luggage and 40% off Mr. Coffee coffee makers. Plus, save $10 on next week's in-store purchase when you spend $100 or more on your total purchase today. Then redeem your $10 coupon through October 28th. Start shopping early holiday deals to save now and next week at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Crazy week. Michigan-Michigan State rivalry is usually pretty big. Wolverines latest on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, a 24-point favorite Saturday night. In East Lansing, 7.30 p.m. Night game is the kick. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com just joined us. Michigan has suspended football analyst Connor Stallions with pay over alleged Sign stealing. Somebody wants Harbaugh out at Michigan because they didn't stand up for him. Santa Ono originally did and then kind of backed off. Cheeseburgers, 
talking to a kid during COVID with leukemia and now alleged sign stealing. Hmm. Somebody wants him out. And it's not just the NCAA. I mean, they're counting their money that they get from all the member schools and their TV deals. This is Urban Meyer. The audio, you need to listen to it a little bit, talking about what he did in terms of watching opposing teams when he was coach at Ohio State. I can argue with anybody. I'm not sure there's anybody that's ever respected that rivalry more than I have. I studied it. We had a little board everywhere about who they recruited, what they were doing offensively and defensively. And one coach, that's all he did was watch them year-round. So that was Urban Meyer. I want you to grab a safer broom uh, right now from the Wolverine.com, and we'll get their thoughts on Connor Stallions, the analyst. Turned over his computer. I mean, you can... It wasn't a subpoena, so Michigan's cooperating that I would think before they turned anything over, their attorneys would sit down with Connor Stallions as football analyst and make sure they're not turning over any evidence that would implicate them. So by cooperating and suspended with pay is usually a sign that there's not concrete proof as of yet. And the NCAA tried to say a vast network. My Lord, in contacting Michigan State? The Big Ten? I, I get you got to notify the conferences. And then Michigan State's president taught, you know, originally what Brendan Quinn from The Athletic had, that there was concern about player safety because Michigan with no signs? Really? Well, why do every single head coach in the NFL cover their face with their play chart. Why? I just don't see the support from Jim Harbaugh through all of what I think are really minor situations, but they become national stories. I get the Michigan brand. But the way, this is what I can't get over, and it's America today. It really is with this mainstream media, which totally sucks, that you're guilty until proven innocent, that the two schools who alleged this sign stealing aren't identified, but Connor Stallions was leaked by, I think it was ESPN, Pete Thamel. You're telling me they didn't get that from the NCAA? That that guy's name was leaked? that Harbaugh's name is out there, that the University of Michigan's name is out there, that they can't comment because of an NCAA investigation? Didn't we just go through this with the hamburger gate? That they can't comment? Superfly, we're good. Superfly, we're good. Okay? We're good here. We got it, we got it covered through the end of the hour. That you can accuse somebody at the NCAA level of wrongdoing and the NCAA can make this public and including leaking it to an ESPN Pete Thamel top level college game day reporter. But the schools aren't identified. What type of sneaky backroom BS is that? 
the same way the NCAA could comment on the hamburger violation and others, but Michigan or Harbaugh couldn't comment. See, what happens, you get lawyers telling Michigan, we have to do this, don't, com- don't comment, don't do this. You let lawyers run it, they'll ruin it. They'll ruin it. Because the more it seeps out there as a national story, the more you look guilty. This is total BS. As I posted earlier today on the huge show, Facebook page, I dropped a huge opinion. I'll read it for you if you haven't seen it. You can go to The Huge Show on Facebook, add Huge Show on Twitter. I said, my huge opinion. The NCAA's personal vendetta against Harbaugh has reached the comical stage to throw the H-man in Michigan football under the public media bus on allegations of spying on opposing football teams before an investigation of facts had concluded is total horse manure. Why not publicly list the two schools that alleged the stealing other signs by Michigan football? Why wasn't one fact provided to back the allegations that now warrant an investigation? I know why. Because the NCAA are hypocrites. They're the ones running the show. The NCAA is the same organization that looks the other way on millions of dollars in pay-to-play cash given to players at hundreds of schools disguised as NIL money. Opposing Big Ten coaches and schools can do nothing but go as low as they can publicly to try and slow down Harbaugh's maize and blue football championship freight train. MSU's interim president even threw out the possibility of not playing this weekend's game out of fearing for the safety of Spartan football players. Yes, she really said that. If these overrated and weak programs in the Big Ten think Michigan football is their main problem, just wait until Washington, Oregon, USC, and UCLA make the conference even stronger starting next year. BS stories like this will only make Harbaugh and Michigan football stronger together as they realize it truly is them against the Big Ten and the NCAA. And that's my huge opinion. And that was posted on the Huge Show Facebook page, had Huge Show on Twitter. Anthony Broom, we want to get his thoughts on Connor Stallions, which the Wolverine.com reported suspended with pay. Here we go again. Uh, at first it was a cheeseburger. Uh, now it's these allegations. The two schools aren't being identified, but Connor Stallions' name is leaked to Pete Thamel. Hardball, University of Michigan being dragged through the mud. Typical NCAA uh, BS Anthony from the Wolverine.com. I want to get your thoughts on uh, where you're at just from a Michigan perspective right now. Was I not just on your show two days ago saying how this was a boring week? And yes, there you wasn't did. anything going on. You said yeah, that. Yeah. Thing, things move very quickly, don't they? Oh, my um, Lord. Uh, that cheeseburger. And I, I kind of put two and two together. If you take the cheeseburger uh, NCAA story coupled with stealing signs. Hardball officially could be known as the Hamburglar. <laughs> it's it all. I saw someone did some kind of AI art where it was uh, a hamburger standing on a football sideline with a pair of binoculars, and I thought it was hilarious. So, um, I love it. Oh, good times. Um, yeah, this is kind of kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, the fact, I mean, again, the fact that it was apparently some kind of open secret in Big Ten coaching circles, and then bam. 
uh, it's just out there all of a sudden. Um, you know, it does lend me to believe if this is a mostly bluster right now. Um, you know, there's a couple key questions here too, and it's you know obviously uh, Connor Stallions being the point of you know the the person of interest. You know, that's you know there's clearly TV evidence, there's on field evidence of him being at Michigan on Saturdays doing, you know, he looks like he was kind of the sign guy. Right. And, you know, it's important to note that stealing signs is not, I know people will keep saying it's not illegal and, and it, it isn't um, the question or the, the offense in question is either using technology to pick up signs from other games and also potentially having people on your behalf at other games scouting in person. Now, that creates the question, one, how far does this thing go? Was this, was Connor Stallions the point man? Was it further up the ladder? Are there other coach, were there coaches with knowledge of it? And if there were people going to other games, which again, we don't, we don't know that yet. That's an alleged, you know, alleged offense. But if there were people going to games on, you know, to scout for Michigan, who was it? What was their affiliation? And, you know, th- those are the things you have to iron out here. So, again, I don't know what the precedent for this is. I can't remember a major college football program ever being investigated for this uh, because sign stealing is so prevalent in the sport. Bruce Feldman put out a story a couple years ago saying maybe 80 to 90 percent of programs do it. So it's just a matter of figuring out, you know, I, I think the NCAA is kind of, um, I won't say piling on, but, you know, other people can say that. I won't necessarily say that, but I think the initial bluster of the announcement of an investigation might ultimately outweigh, you know, how serious of an offense it is. And I'm not brushing it off. I just, I don't, I don't know what's out there yet because there is so like, this is a brand new thing. Like this is something that, uh, that there's not a lot of information on yet. Michigan as of, I think even this morning, was still waiting on evidence that it took place. So We'll see where it goes, but that's where things are at right now. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us. I really don't believe his name is Connor Stallions. I think he's black ops, but that's just my personal <laughs> opinion. <laughs> uh, suspended with pay. Uh, you know, they cooperated immediately and suspended with pay. So if I have to do the read from a far look, that tells me that Michigan looked at that computer, made sure what they were turning over. And also had talked to Connor Stallions. Yeah, I'm sure. And again, I think that it is in their best interest. I know people want to see him, you know, give the NCAA the double bird. But, you know, if you are truly innocent of what you were being accused of, then give them the computer. Give them what they what they asked for. Because if you're innocent, there's nothing there, right? Um, it's what made... And it's what made Burgergate a little frustrated from, from my perspective in that, you know, Jim Harbaugh just says, you know what, I, I don't recall, or I don't, or, um, you know, yeah, this is something that happened. I think that there is no, again, the word of the day is bluster. There is no bluster over that. Um, but so yeah, you comply, you give them what they have and, and let them investigate. It's something they have to surrender over. Like they don't have, let me say this, they don't have to surrender it, but they can volunteer it. The NCAA doesn't have the jurisdiction to raid Schembechler Hall and, and demand laptops or things like that. So the fact that Michigan is being forthrighted in, I think from their perspective, is probably a good look. Um, and we'll see what the investigation shows. And that's what I mean by A, suspended with pay, B, turning his laptop over right away. I take that that there's nothing 
that would incriminate them. If not, they would have the NCAA file subpoena. They would line up uh, lawyers from the school and, you know, Connor Stallings would have a lawyer. Uh, that's where I think it would go. So we'll see how it plays out. Anthony, just wanted to get your opinion on what was a quiet week. Can we get the game tomorrow? Before I let you go quickly, I got about 30 seconds. Final score tomorrow night in East Lansing between Michigan and Michigan State. Uh, I submitted my pick last night for uh, 45-9 in favor of Michigan. I think that uh, I think it's going to look like most of the other ones have, uh, to be frank. So uh, we'll see. There's there's certainly a path to Michigan State making it interesting. Obviously, new quarter, new starting quarterback. Uh, you know, third down is going to be huge in the game. But I do think that for Michigan, um, they're going to be ready to go for this one and um, get a big rivalry win out of it. Thanks so much, Anthony. Enjoy the game. Thank you for having me. All right, Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber is a craft coffee that is roasted in Grand Rapids. Beans are brought up from Central America. You can order it up online for your home or business at RoastUmber.com or look for it in your local stores. And they have the Nitro Cold Brew in a can, which is the ultimate wake-up drink any time of the day with no additives or sugars. Order up anything you need. And find out more at RoastUmber.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh the boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Adorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan on a Honolulu Blue Friday. That would be a Honolulu Blue Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. If you're a pro football fan, college football fan, tailgate celebrating big touchdowns or huge wins, and you're 21 and up, enjoy a Honolulu Blue, an adult crafted cocktail 
Blue Raspberry Lemonade and Vodka. You can find it at your local pub, restaurant, or bar, or in stores all across Michigan. 21 and up to enjoy a Honolulu Blue. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Coming up, Jeff Risden, LionsWire, DraftWire.com in studio, talking Lions and the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, the season is awesome with the Lions start. You need to get in on the action with the Lions. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And then just bet 5 bucks on the Lions-Ravens game this week. You'll score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, all customers already on the DraftKings Sportsbook app get game day huge deals every game day this October. So get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can score that $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just five on the NFL. That's code HUGE when you sign up. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of Blue Raspberry Lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday, presented by our friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now, if you're tailgating this weekend, whether it's for Michigan, Michigan State, your local game, uh, Sunday, if you're just going to hang out and have a watch party or go to your local pub, bar, restaurant, ask for Honolulu Blue, Blue Raspberry Lemonade, and vodka. You must be 21 and up. To drink the adult Kool-Aid. Look for it in stores uh, all across Michigan. If they don't have it, ask for it. And inside this hour and the next one, we'll talk about the Honolulu Blue and Silver, your Detroit Lions on the road against the Ravens. 
on Sunday. Can they keep up this road magic? Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire, part of the USA Today Network. He is one of our Lions NFL insiders. will join us in studio. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. Rizzy is in the hizzy. And Rizzy, I know we talked last week. On the road against Tampa, one of the better 11-man defensive units in football. Lions control it start to finish. Jared Goff played like an MVP. Lions do it again on the road. What has been the foundation for this road magic that I mentioned? You know, I think part of it is what you just said. Jared Goff playing like an MVP. He's not rattled when he's on the road. He's comfortable. I think the the offense travels well. It's not a it's not an offense that's going to be adversely affected by weather. It doesn't look like it's going to be a problem in Baltimore this week either. But uh, they're 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 balanced. They're explosive. They're dynamic. They're not dependent on any one guy other than Golf being at his best in any week. It certainly helps if Amon Ross St. Brown is at his best. But you know they they have other ways around that. It, Goff. He really does deserve more MVP not- notification credit, whatever. You know, he's a guy that's not getting a lot of it right now. It's starting to come a little bit, and you're starting to see it when, if you watch the national shows and listen to some of the, you know, the the, the Fox Sports Radio group. But uh, it, he's still not considered in that upper echelon yet. And I think uh, I think it's time to start thinking. Seventy uh, percent completions, not making the mistakes with the football. You know, getting the ball down the field, and I think that's one of the things where where he was at his best at the Rams, and and Ben Johnson and Dan Campbell have found the recipe here, is that he's he's attacking down the field. His average air yards per attempt to get analytically nerdy on y'all is really good. It's in the top ten, and that for him to be that and still be careful and not turning the ball over, not getting rushed, not getting you know panicked throws, things like that. That's 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 really really impressive, and I th- I think that the, he is the root for why the offense is doing so well. Now defense, they're just they are dialed in, and you know we, we talked after the Seattle game about how Aaron Glenn needed to change some things, how he needed to make sure that his defense was dictating to the offense what was going to happen on a set play because they didn't do that in Seattle and they paid for it. Ever since then, they've been great at it. Last week. You know you're playing Baker Mayfield, who's a pretty plucky guy, but he doesn't throw a very good downfield ball. So what did they do? Mike Evans, you want to run deep? Fine. We're, our pass rush is going to get to Baker and, and mess him up before he can throw it to you. Same with Chris Godwin. They took a couple of shots and they missed. It's it's playing, it, it's making the opposing offense uncomfortable. And I think they're doing a really, really good job at that. And, you know, Aiden Hutchinson deserves a lot of credit. Aline McNeil, Alex Anzalone had the game of his life. It was great to see him do that in front of his hometown crowd. You know, they're they're just they're solid. They're, 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 there's not one like exploitable weakness that they have, or not that any other team has found yet. Anyways, Baltimore might be a little different story because they're they're a different kind of team, but they're just they're a really good football team and they're playing like one, and it's fun to watch, man. One note on Anzalone, his parents uh, a week earlier were stuck inside war-torn Israel and Gaza. Yeah. And here they are in Tampa at his game, and he walks right up to him, gives him a kiss and a hug, and 
had a listener send me, and I didn't check this out, a listener was sitting right behind the family yeah. and filmed it, and I didn't see it until like Thursday night because he sent it to like a huge show uh, messenger direct. I didn't. He goes, yeah, hey, I was right behind his family. I didn't realize it was his family or his mom and dad until after the game. And speaking of that, he also sent some footage of the sea of Honolulu blue, and I don't oh. mean I don't mean the copper craft blue raspberry lemonade and vodka. I'm talking about that, that's good stuff too. But yeah, yeah the, uh, <laughs> the the sea of Honolulu blue, and I heard Colin Coward from Fox Radio. He was asking one of his sidekicks, like, "Is is this normal? I know the Cowboys and Steelers fans will travel, but I've never heard a loud road crowd before, during, and after the game like the Lions." And granted. Because they have have had so much success on the road, it does stick out when your fans can celebrate at Arrowhead, at Lambeau, and down in Tampa. When you hear the Let's Go Lions chant over the TV broadcast from a road game, that's that that's incredible. And you know, Brad Holmes, the the GM, walking off the field, you know, slapping high fives to the fans in the stands. You know, being all excited and everything, yeah, that that that's great. We, I, I knew quite a few people actually who were at the game who tailgated before the game, um, and and they they basically took over, um, especially one section of the lower bowl. But it, Raymond James Stadium is pretty pretty cool stadium to go to as a road game, anyways. But the fact that the Lions are hot and playing well and like it's it's great, man. It, it's fun to watch the fans celebrate success. We haven't had a chance to do that very often. And I think, you know, every more and more every week, and I'm sure you're getting this reaction too with, with your listeners and those who interact with you on social media, but it's people are starting to believe. Like they're not, it's always been like, ah, I'm waiting for the bottom to fall out. You know, I'm, I still can't trust. Like people are in now, and that's a fun place to be. It really is. For, for those of us who cover the team, it's unusual and it's great to to finally feel people like letting go a little bit and like really enjoying what they're enjoying a good team playing good football. They have the best record in the NFL. Nobody no nobody has a better record right now than the Detroit Lions. That's uh, that that we've come a long way because think back one year ago, the Lions were playing this weekend coming off of a bye. Going into the bye, they got shut out by the Patriots, twenty nine nothing. And that was an ugly game. That if was you a, remember. That was an awful, awful game. That that was Jared Goff's worst game, probably that, in a Lions uniform. And that's when people were questioning whether Campbell or Goff, and, and you and I on the we show, did, we uh, absolutely did, wondering if they were the future. We absolutely did. And and Sheila Hamp, to her credit, the owner came out and said, "Nobody's going anywhere. This is gonna work. I believe in it. I'm giving them the chance to prove it to me." And ever since then, they have been. I think they have the second best record in the league since then. Uh, they are they're just ripping wins off. And you know, it took a little patience. It took a little bit longer than we wanted to to get going last year. But since that time, man, it's it's been a, a very different. And they're doing this with all the injuries that they've got too. I think that's one of the most impressive things. They're showing depth. You know, they were without Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery for most of the last game. Craig Reynolds comes in. Divine Ozigbo coming off the practice squad going in and, and making a couple of plays. Like they're they're rolling dudes out. Brian Branch was out. Hopefully he'll be playing this week. It sounds fairly optimistic that he'll be back, which would be nice, but you know, Will Harris stepped up a little bit. You know, you saw you saw you saw guys that don't normally get a chance to, to play a lot on defense get some run and play well. And that's that's 
That's the hallmark of a good team, a well-coached team. And that, that's what we've got in Detroit right now. And it's time to, to really appreciate that. And now, now you got to change the mindset of like waiting. If you've been waiting for the bottom to fall out, you've been waiting for the collapse, been waiting for whatever. Now it's time to shift forward to who's next, who are we hunting now, where, how can we get them. Um, you look at last weekend – San Francisco losing in Cleveland um, and Cleveland team playing a backup quarterback. Yeah, but Cleveland's defense is as good as any unit Cleveland, in the Cleveland's, league. Cleveland's right? defense is ridiculous, and Jim Schwartz deserves a lot of credit for that. He's been a fantastic hire there. You know, you see, you see all these teams losing. Philadelphia losing. Uh, the Lions have their one loss. They're, it was a Seattle team that's a good football team. They have the best loss of any of the the, the one loss teams. Oh, by the way, they beat another one of those teams in Kansas City. That's uh, that's. It's just a very fun time to be a Lions fan, and we've been waiting for so long. I mean, you and I are both old enough to remember, old enough to remember when uh, you know another one bites the dust, another one rides the bus. That whole era, the the silver rush. That um, was Bubba Baker, wasn't it? Yeah, El uh, Bubba Baker. Uh-huh. Another one rides the bus. They took Queens. Another one bites the dust, and everybody. I uh, loved it. That, that was sort of my entry point in the Lions mm-hmm. fandom. Then, then that and Billy Sims, you know, I, I I loved that era. They were they were fun, and uh, it, it's fun to watch Lions football again. Um, this weekend is going to be a challenge. Baltimore's Baltimore's not a pushover. They're they're not an easy team to beat, uh, and they they happen to have the the best kicker in NFL history. Probably, uh, he beat us last time. Yeah, hoping it doesn't come down to a Justin Tucker no, field goal. I, I don't know field goal game on the road. That will be interesting if the Lions can overcome that. I think just don't let Lamar Jackson beat you running uh, on third down. And the only not negative that's controllable by Holmes ownership or Campbell or even the players is that this injury list has been pretty strong every week. It is. And yes, it, there's been next man up, but how long can you sustain that? I think that would yeah. be my short-term and long-term question connected to the Lions in this 2023 season. Yeah, and like last weekend, they played without both their starting guards. And they plugged in, and that, that, that by the way, is a very good Tampa front. Vita Vea is as good as, of a nose tackle as we're going to play all year. Uh, they, they, you know, Shaq Barrett, uh, Joe Tryon, Shoyinka, those guys can play up front. And I thought they did a pretty good job. Um Yode Alsika did did all right at left guard. Um, I'm not sure that I want to see him there again, but he he played okay. If Jonah Jackson can't go, if Halapulu Vadi Vitae can't go, Baltimore's a little bit troublesome there too because uh, they love to blitz and picking up blitzes is something that you know that's where coordination along the line comes in. And they they can't afford another line loss. You know, like if Frank Ragnow who set out Wednesday's walkthrough. Um, they actually canceled practice on Wednesday because they didn't have enough healthy bodies See, that's my on, point on the offense. Here. That, uh, this is the NFL. Yeah. Eventually, that can catch. Uh, again, I'm not I, – I am riding the Honolulu Boo uh, Copper Craft Distillery Fest uh, jet plane as high as anybody, <laughs> but the injuries I'm watching, that that is a big flag to me. Yeah, it's something that you definitely have to consider. they got to get healthy here. Yeah, and you know they, they get this week, they get a little bit of a break going in. They're going to play the Raiders on Monday Night Football. They're going to be wearing those blue helmets, which I freaking love. Can't wait to see yeah, that. Yeah, but where's the blue uniforms with the white? Why the gray? I, so Well, it's, Hon- it's Hon- Honolulu blue and silver. Yeah. My bad. I like the jerseys of the, the color rush, the grays. I hate the pants. It looks it looks like, like pajamas that didn't get finished. 
I, I wish they would wear different pants with those. But well, they look like parachute pants. Yeah, I, I, I do like the jerseys though, and I think they'll look very sharp with the uh, with the helmets. I, I love the helmets. Uh, for fans that haven't seen them yet, they really do look better in person. Uh, they, they had them at training camp. They actually practiced in them yesterday. Um, I didn't make it over to Allen Park yesterday to watch it, but I, I got got some video and some footage and pictures of it. Like they look really sharp, and the players love them. Uh, and that's that's something you're going to see that on Monday Night Football against the Raiders, probably without Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, they could be starting Brian Hoyer, who's been around forever for some reason. Like the, it's setting up all, and then they get their bye week, and they need it. That's when David Montgomery is going to get rested up. That's when Brian Branch is really going to get rested up. That's when you know all the nagging injuries they get reset a little bit. You get some time. You know, I don't have to worry about practice today. I don't have to worry about you know. I can just relax and and rest and not have to you know kill myself to try to get ready for Sunday. I think that's going to be a, a very big deal if they can get through these next two weeks without getting any additional injuries. That's going to look really good when when week ten and week twelve and week seventeen and the divisional round of the playoffs comes. That's why there may not be a rush to get those guys back on Sunday. Baltimore's right. a very physical team. You know, then you get an eight day break. Until you play, you get the extra day because you're playing Monday Night Football, followed then by the bye week. Yeah. So, All right. So you have you have a lot of time here. And again, if I'm Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, not that you're ever going to give away a game, but you're looking at that long term more than short term, and you say to yourself, okay, if we're you know a two loss team at the break, say they lose on Sunday. Yeah. And they but, could. And you beat the Raiders and you get the bye week and you're able to get healthy. You're set up for a backside schedule that includes the Bears twice and Green Bay and Denver and the Saints. You know, I'm, I'm telling you. Did you watch the Saints last Minnesota night? Minnesota twice. My goodness, that team's terrible. Oh, the tight end dropped the <laughs> dropped the at least game tying touchdown if they hit the extra point. And you know, just to go back to golf for a second, there were a lot of people that thought, oh, Derek Carr going to, to New Orleans could be like Jared Goff going to Detroit. It ain't there. He's just no, no, not. he doesn't have the weapons. You know, what they have is that he doesn't have the down the field weapons he needs to be a successful NFL QB. No, because he I'm he, talking about Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr is a guy that likes to throw the ball down the field. Devontae Adams was perfect for I him. I don't think they have I, I didn't see a separation no. type guy. Chris they, Chris Olave is solid, but he's not that guy. No, no, he's not the he's yeah. not the J Mo guy. No, he's not. Which by the way, how about J Mo uh looked horrible not coming back to a couple of throws, but then his speed and adjusted uh and made a, a great catch where Again, you stretch the field, and then here's Reynolds underneath or Laporta. Yep. Uh, that is the value of J-Mo in the Lions offense. Yep. And that's you brought up Laporta. That's one to watch because he might not play this weekend, and that would be— What's going on with him? He's got a calf strain, and that's—he uh, didn't—he'd not— So do I. I showed up to do the I mean, show. Yeah, I—, I uh, I, Superfly I, was on the injury reserve with a bruised shoulder when I pushed him down yesterday for not <laughs> having the network connected, but he still showed up to work. Is that what happened on that? Yeah. Now he's we a, know. He's in a shoulder sling. <laughs> what happened? People go, I go, he tripped. <laughs> oh boy. So Laporta, yeah. The, so they might do what I'm saying right now yeah. is don't turn a minor injury into a, main, a major injury, not give away the game, right? but you watched your depth step up every week this year you have really and, outside of the opener when there wasn't a lot of injuries right 
Yeah, they were in good shape going into the well, opener. O-line had a few, right? You had Well, they stepped up, though. The O-line did in the opener with the injuries. They did. They, so you can, you can say every game they've had guys step up because of injuries. It's been at pretty much every position group, too. The linebackers have stayed healthy, and that's good, and they're, they're healthy going into this game, and they'll need to be because Lamar Jackson is a problem. He can run. He can throw. They have a very, very good tight end in Mark Edwards. He's probably the best tight end in the league. Uh, He's certainly in the conversation for it. I wouldn't slight George Kittle or or some other guys either, and Laporta's working his way there. But, yeah, this is a game where where you need to have your linebackers healthy, your defensive line playing smart and healthy. And and for the most part, they are. It doesn't look like Josh Paschal will be back this week, which is unfortunate, but he's he's close. Um, It's one of those where you could maybe wait him let him play a little bit against the Raiders and then get the bye and and then he'll be good, you know. But they're uh, they've been they've been really good at finding people to fill in, and that's going to need to continue. But uh, like I said, you know, you got you got a game Sunday that look the Lions are not favored to win this game. This is the first time that they haven't been favored since Week One, and I think that's that's fairly telling about how good of a team the Baltimore is. I think that's more reflective of. The Ravens being at home and being a solid team that that does kind of X's and O's match up pretty well against the Lions. This is, this is a big challenge for them. If they can go in in the state that they're in, into Baltimore, you know, very difficult place to play, um, kind of a rowdy fan base. They don't they don't get enough credit as a. Uh, I have been to a Baltimore Ravens game. It's been it's crazy. It's been day. a long time. They are nuts though. They are they are a hostile crowd. Yes, tough would be the word. I yeah. I don't know if I'd say hostile because you don't get incident reports from there no, at least you're, you're, publicly yeah. or it, maybe local Baltimore media. But if you're going to the game, you can safely wear Lions gear. They're not going to beat you up in the bathroom. They're not going to you know throw beer at you. But the far end zone is caged in. <laughs> there you go. You like, gotta, like European basketball, you, gotta, you, gotta watch you always out for know that. you're you're walking into a tough. If you're playing, someone told me who was it was it Austin Thornton or Knights or somebody said they played overseas and they walked into a gym and their fans were chained in. Yeah, like, they're caged in. Like, yeah. like, like like it's a prison. Yeah, and, and and also the openings are so small because they like to throw coins. At the players. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Uh, that happened. Uh, I, I know uh, Reg Butler, who does uh, a lot of great work with some of the high school and college uh, big men, hosts big man camp. My son's been to a few of them. Well, which, by great. the way, what's the, what's the big man in the lane Risden uh, <laughs> update? Where is he going to school? Uh, he is still deciding things. Junior 6'9 at Zealand East. Senior. Senior now. Senior. Oh, excuse yep. me. Yeah, senior wow. year coming up. Uh, they, that was a fast They've been doing year. some workouts. He got, got summer or fall league is wrapping up this weekend. He had... Pretty good weekend last week. Is it the chicks or the ducks? You got Zealand West, you got Zealand East. We are the chicks. Um, But they go to school together, the kids do. Yes. play for different teams. He has more than half of his classes in Zealand West. Is it based on where you live, like East and West? Yeah, we have have three elementary schools that go to one, three elementary schools that go to another. So he's 6'9", senior, big man in the Uh middle, tearing it up in fall ball. I saw when he had, like, what, 43? He had 45 in one game. Uh, He's averaging 28 and a half. Uh, and and that comes with a game last Saturday, last Sunday, uh, which was great. I, I loved the Lions playing when they did because I got to go. It was great. I got got home in time to watch the game. Uh, playing the late afternoon start, so that was fun. Um, it, he's he's playing very well. It's it's fun to watch. 
That's nice. And he's still, you know, floating colleges where he may go and yep. checking it he out. He has uh, six or seven offers now. That's awesome. But he's man. big he's man. Trying to, trying to figure it out. It's it's fun process. I own the Lane Risden. I already copyrighted the T-shirts. <laughs> I'm sharing with the family. They get 5% There of you go. Th- thank you, Bill. Yeah, you know, I thought 95.5. You're a gentleman and a scholar. I thought that was a good cut. <laughs> Lane can use it for bonus lunch money. He's a big guy. He needs it. Zelanese lunch prices. Uh, similar to maybe a high-end steakhouse. Yeah. yeah. By the so, way, by the way, I, I'm heading from here tonight straight to Zealand Stadium to watch the the Chicks uh, play Mona Shores in a game. Both teams are already safely in the playoffs. At least I think. So they East are. is in the playoffs. E- yeah. West is certainly in the playoffs. They're better than us. They, Coach Shillito does a great job with Zealand West. He's ridiculously good. Isn't he? He's won everywhere he's been. He he's his system. It's unbelievable. They don't have a kicker. Like their their center is their kickoff. They've not kicked an extra point in five years. They don't punt. They go <laughs> like it's, it's it's crazy. But they're very good wins. at their their very very successful program. They beat us this year, so we got to give them their, their love. But uh, you know tonight, uh, it's the Mona Shores will be tough. Mona Shores is is a very good program. They're they're. I don't think they're as sharp this year as they have been, but they're still really, really good. Uh, they got a system. You got a program. Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern tonight travels north to Cedar Springs. Cedar needs a win to get into the playoffs more I than likely. So. Yeah. With a W, we would host a playoff game, I think, for only the second time in school history. And we're about a 20 year old, 21 year old school. Yeah. So. Hey, for us to lose our star quarterback who decided to focus on baseball, and I wish him luck. For this team to find a way to six and two, to be playing a game tonight for a home playoff game, and uh, again that you win more games, you get a better seeding. The draw usually favors you. It does. And so Cedar, though, uh, Gus Capolka does a great job up there with the Red Hawks. It's going to be a. They're, it's going to feel like a playoff game. Yeah, they're not an easy out. Hopefully, it nope. feels like that in Zealand Stadium tonight. I know many of the seniors that are on this team. It's going to be fun to watch them play their last home game. I know a lot of the dads. You know, does they, Lane, Lane does the big man go sit in the, or well, if he stands in the student section, he's blocking like so four we, rows. We, we do, we do have the coop. He's he's actively involved in that. You know, he played football. Is that called the, the chicken coop? Yeah, we're kids? the coop. Uh, Zealand okay. ducks. They're the swamp. Do they put him in the back row so he doesn't block everybody. No, he actually goes down near the front because he's so. seniors. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah seniors, exactly. It's based on sister. You know, sister's a freshman. She's in the back. She's got a she's freshman got a, volleyball player and a great hoopster can take it to the rack and finish. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been a fun ride. It's uh, we're, we're we're ready for basketball. You and your season. wife, you and your wife, put a lot of work in with your children. It's awesome. To, it's it's and our two years of talking. To it's watch the best Langrow. way. It's the best way to spend their high school years. Uh, you get the drives with them. You get the the time with them. I agree. And my wife and I were both athletically inclined. My wife was a very good vo- beach volleyball player, indoor volleyball player. I played indoor volleyball. I tried to play basketball, <laughs> not all that well. But uh, don't it, tell me it, you were slow and had bricks for hands. Oh, I can catch everything. Okay, and I can shoot. It's just guarding you might be a problem for me. So you can't move your feet? I, yeah, feet, knees, back, hips. Yeah. You've had them all replaced? Not, not yet. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> hey, we got to get Dr. K from University of Michigan Metro Health. How to sponsor Rizzy in the history. Yeah, if he, if he can treat osteonecrosis of the knee, I'm, I'm a, a big fan of his. Oh, I'm sorry, osteonecrosis? Is that what you have? Is that yeah. like knee, degenerative yeah. knee? Yeah. It's, uh, I got need uh, under the net in volleyball. I went up to uh, oh. take a hit, and the guy who was, was blocking joking. me came under. Now, now you got a disease. No, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling it, bad. Um, yeah, the knee. His, I was joking, and now I'm feeling bad. No, I'm, I'm, I, my knee's feeling bad because of that. That happened seven years ago, and it's still... Uh, 
I, put I, some icy hot. I, icy I, hot works on everything. I know when it's cold, and I know when it's raining. Icy, put icy hot on. <laughs> icy hot's good stuff. Okay, but, you wear one of those copper sleeves or something on it. Uh, I, I tend to wear a knee brace, yeah, especially when I'm doing anything athletic. But uh, it it has well, I'm sorry, it's a degenerative I'm sorry, disease. But, I will. Okay. I'm going to need degenerative disease now. Yeah. I, I know we got a break, Superfly. We're, talk, we're talking health. We're baby. talking health. It's our we, health. We can update. talk about Khalil Dorsey coming back from uh, Rapto on. Let's talk about osteochronosis. Yeah. Now let's we, get him on. You know, Superfly saying we got to take a break. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Superfly got some Honolulu Blue. It's blue raspberry lemonade, vodka, 21 and up, 10% alcohol. Uh, he loved it. I love it. It's really cool. So if you're tailgating this weekend uh, or having a house party, if you're tailgating at Spartan Stadium. Uh, by the way, the huge show, we're doing this now with competing radio stations. We're stealing their signs so we know what's coming up. We really do. Do you have a little person in the stroller? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a camera, a baby camera, yes. walking walking right by all the time taking photos of their signs. Here, here's a, Again, we're oh talking about the God. Michigan story. How about this? You can expose Michigan. The NCAA can leak that it's connected to a military analyst that Harbaugh hired. But stealing signs off a of video is allowed. It, it absolutely it is. is allowed. So the saying, Lions have a guy who studies that on their staff. Okay, so, <laughs> so the question is, did somebody go to the stadium? Where I think you would get more off a of video than going to a stadium because... Howard, unless you got some secret. So what I what I heard was that they camera. were they were infiltrating a practice, a closed practice, is what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's that's the insinuation that so I got. So you got, got a guy who's somebody. a former military analyst, like a SEAL team. <laughs> Roger, SEAL team two, SEAL team two. Let's go. Uh, we got an option. Really, you're gonna you're gonna go. Okay, just between me and you. You're going to go look at a Rutgers or Minnesota or Nebraska practice. You're that worried. That's that no way. Make a lot of sense. Uh, no way. You still have to and be. And now able to... it's Twitter. All the stories are out there. Like Pete Thamel. Oh, my sources tell me it's a military analyst, and they named the dude. They did name the guy. Okay, so <laughs> the NCAA is leaking who it is, and then the schools. How come you won't? How come the schools who accused him don't stand up and say we? We think he stole our signal. That's a very good question. That's a valid question so why, that somebody why, needs why, to answer. Why isn't Harbaugh or the military analyst? Roger, five, go, Tomahawk missile. We got an open receiver. And then what about the Michigan State interim president that there was talk that Brendan Quinn reported that they they were thinking about possibly not playing the game because of the safety of the kids because Michigan supposedly knew what was coming? That's that's cheesy. That's you still have to be able to go out and execute your game plan. It, it does it help if you know what's coming? How yeah. does that make your football team look? And then they turn, they change their tune because you got an interim president. Which, by the way, leadership at Michigan State isn't going to win leadership of the year awards anytime. Well, we soon. could have a few segments on that, Bill. <laughs> uh, Roger, Coach Hardball, Coach Hardball, go ahead, fire, fire, scud missiles. We got an open receiver. Go launch. This is just somebody at the NCAA has it in for if Harbaugh. only there was a body that oversees the NCAA right, and oversees college athletics. You know what? Why not get uh, NFL 30 years ago, put radios and helmets? 
Why not have the guy calling defensive signals and offensive signals? They get a radio helmet, so and it will help speed up the game instead of guys stopping and turning and looking. And why not just have the coaches? You got to figure out if they're looking at the duck or the wheel or whatever is on the sign on the side. I've the wanted, octopus. I've always said a school that puts like Superfly's picture, your picture, my picture, and the huge show logo on play calling. I would I would promote that college for free. We need Tony Anise at, at Ferris to start doing that. I will. I'll you hear, get it you hear us, Coach. Well, after losing to Grand or, Valley, or, or he may, Sparky at, at Davenport can oh, do it too. Yeah, they, they, you know, after losing to Grand Valley, uh, he may he may do it. Now we got <laughs> a lot to talk about with the Lions. Rest of the schedule: Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire. I also get to JJ McCarthy's stock seems to be rising on draft boards, which yeah. means more than likely he's done at the end of this year. We'll talk about that. You have a Lions comment or question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Mercantile Bank is a sponsor of our listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. They're a Michigan-based bank. Your money stays in Michigan. Team members are from this state. Decision makers are here in Michigan. Mercantile Bank, thank you so much for your longtime partnership with the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. And now to the chopper for our traffic report. There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save $5 sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five, save $5. Mix or match at Meyer. <laughs> okay. Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, Make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh my. The boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. The box office and etix.com. Sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh my. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, 
or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by that unbelievable adult-crafted cocktail, Blue Raspberry Lemonade and Vodka from our friends at Coppercraft Distillery. Look for it at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store all across Michigan. And if you're celebrating a great win, touchdowns, or just getting together with friends over football this weekend, grab some of that Honolulu Blue if you're 21 and up. Rizzy, uh, coming up, uh, we will get to the lines. We'll break down the matchup uh, with the Ravens. Uh, we'll talk about how J-Mo will become uh, a bigger part of the offense and what about the running backs and the injuries and Montgomery? And no, we got we got good news and bad news on the running back front, so we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up with Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire. Also, is J.J. McCarthy now a top 10 pick in the NFL draft in Detroit next spring? Rizzy with the Lions Wire and Draft Wire. Follow him on Facebook, Twitter, and online. And also on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday, I need to remind everybody that this NFL season with the Lions – so far has been one of the best ever. If you want to get in on the action with the Lions and the Ravens on Sunday, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Then you can bet 5 bucks on the Lions-Ravens game or any NFL game this week, and you'll score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And if you're already a DraftKings customer, you can check out huge offers every game day this October on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But for new customers, it's time for you to get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code HUGE when you sign up. But like I mentioned, new customers then can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just five on the Lions or any NFL game. That's code HUGE only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's when you sign up. Use code HUGE. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook. Dot DraftKings.com slash football terms. If you do have a Lions question or comment for Rizzy or myself, you can drop that on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. And make sure you get your pro football picks in by every Sunday morning before the games at thehugeshow.net and that $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, could be yours. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game in February at thehugeshow.net. Log on and get your picks in each and every week and think about it. $1,500 in cold, hard cash. 
could be yours from Josh Garvey and Bean Garter. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He's standing by. And, Timmy, what's shaking at Soaring Eagle? Man, you know, we have so much, but we talk about our big promotions all the time. Let's lead with that. We got our pumpkin coin toss happening Fridays in October from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., where you can win up to $3,000 in premium play. All you got to do is throw a little coin, make a little premium play. It's that easy. And then, of course, bang for the buck. Saturdays in October, I'm really excited about this one. It goes from 5 to 11. You can win your share of $100,000 in cash and prizes. Here's how it works. Every hour from 5 to 11, one lucky access club member will be drawn to win $2,000 in cash. And then on October 28th, we're giving away a two-night, three-day hunt. One plus a guest at the Double D Ranch, along with a 2023 Polaris Ranger XP 1000 North Star Edition from Rutgers Motorsports. I'll tell you what, I've been out to the Double D Ranch, and if you want big game, that's the place to get it. So I'm really excited about this one, Bill. I hope everybody comes out and takes part in that and hopefully goes away a big winner. Here at Soaring Eagle, all you need is your access card to be part of that. And then we're on to our shows. Uh, tomorrow night, we got a foreigner in the house, which is sold out. So tell us you got to get your tickets quick. When we put up a show, people love to come out and enjoy our entertainment hall for all that it is. We got uh, October 27th, two shows, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. The True TVs and Practical Jokers will be in the house. I'll tell you, that's a show you're not going to want to miss. It's a whole lot of fun. Those guys really know how to bring the entertainment. And then, of course, October 28th, 9 p.m., 
Friday night, our big Halloween party. We got it going on. We got three different ways to win at least a thousand dollars from our contu our contest our contest. Come on, Timmy. Come on, can I get an amen from the congregation? They got a contest going on right now. Listen to, listen to me. This Fright Night graphic we have is unbelievable. I was a little scared by it. But we got uh, three ways to win. Scariest costume, most realistic costume, best 80s slasher. And when I say $1,000 in premium play, that's just for first. Then we go to 750 Then the 500 We're going all the way to 10th place. So come out and have some fun. I'll tell you what, Fright Night is the way to go. And then we have... Uh, Chris Tucker, November 10th. That's a big show for his hunks for the ladies uh, on the 17th. Ken Jong on the 18th. The 24th, we got Wheel of Fortune at 4 p.m. And then again at 8 p.m. That's the Wheel of Fortune live here at Soaring Eagle. So make sure you come check out the uh, two big uh, big TV shows, right? Uh, this is live, so it's going to be a lot of fun. December 1st, Clint back with... Josh Grayson, I love Clint Black, great country guy. The eighth, Jay Leno with Arsenio Hall. <laughs> and of course, uh, Kenny G on the 10th. And I don't want to forget, uh, this is the one you want to write down December 9th, Rock and Rum. Rock and Rum, make sure you come out and check that out. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We got Don Felder in the house. He uh, wrote the music for uh, Hotel California. A lot of great Eagles hits, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope everybody's there. And, uh, Bill, I can't tell you, uh, entertainment is what we love to do. I hope everybody comes to be part of it. Tim McCullough is the fun governor of the Credible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today. Get those show tickets. Go take advantage of those huge promotions this month and throughout the year. At Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. And also don't forget about their sister property. If you're listening on 100.9 FM, The Mitt in Standish, Michigan, close to all of you listening in the Bay Region, Midland, Bay City, Saginaw, and beyond. SoarNeagleCasino.com. They'll get those show tickets, book your room, and get up there. And also don't forget about Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination. And this weekend, you got the Lions and the Ravens on Sunday and Michigan, Michigan State Saturday night, The Ascend. Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle. Timmy, hey, good to, yeah. Hey Bill, hey, hey Bill. Now that you mentioned that, I do want to let everybody know Herman Moore will be doing a meet and greet here uh, Sunday, October twenty uh, second for that game too at twelve thirty. So come out. He does the autographs. The pitcher. You love Herman. I love Herman. Everybody loves Herman. So come out. He'll be in the send as well, being part of that game. So uh, come out and say hello and uh, take a photo, get an autograph, bring a helmet. Let's have some fun. Yeah, that will be this Sunday. Ravens and the Lions kick off at 1. What time does Herman arrive on Sunday? 12.30. 12.30. 12.30 inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination inside the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. Timmy, enjoy that football weekend. All right, man. Touchdowns. Let's go. All right. Lions. Yeah, yeah. Lions. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan State, and more. Uh, get there to ascend your live sports betting destination and meet Herman Moore Sunday at 1230 at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team, 
The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the huge show across Michigan presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday, presented by our friends from Coppercraft Distillery. If you're tailgating this weekend, watching Michigan, Michigan State, or the Lions, and you're 21 and up, enjoy that blue raspberry lemonade vodka crafted cocktail at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store here in Michigan. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire. Part of the USA Today Network, one of our Lions NFL insiders in studio. Uh, we'll get into the Lions in a moment, but I did see, and I know you handle uh, the draft wire, off of J.J. McCarthy, who's leading Michigan in the Spartan Stadium tomorrow night against Michigan State. I had not seen his name in most first rounds, and all of a sudden in the last few weeks, with Michigan piling up the points, that J.J. McCarthy in multiple mock drafts has moved into the top ten you're the managing editor of the Draft Wire. What are people seeing in McCarthy now that has moved him into the upper tier of quarterbacks in college football? I think the biggest thing is the consistency of his performance. Last year, you saw a guy who would be great, and then he'd make he'd have two or three drives in the game where you're like, "What are you doing? Why, why is why do we get rid of the other guy that was here?" Um, and, and he's he's ironed those out this year. He's playing very consistent football. He's making, in general, better decisions with the ball. Uh, I, I've been at a couple of their games this year, and I've been very impressed at how well he's managed the huddle, uh, how well he is keeping the team. And, and, and this will this will come off as a shot at Harbaugh, and I don't mean it that way whatsoever, but he's very good at, at lining the guys up and getting them to focus on the play that's at hand where I don't always think that Harbaugh is paying attention necessarily to the play that's going on now. I think he might be looking at two or three plays down the road or, or still arguing about a call that they got missed on the defensive side. That's 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 how that's his coaching style. It's worked very well for him, but I think he needs a quarterback who can have that poise and that intelligence to, to keep the trains running when Jim isn't necessarily at the conductor's chair. I think he's done a very good job at doing that this year. I think he'll, he'll show it very well against a, a Michigan State defense that will be game. I think they're going to play hard. I think they have some talent, especially in the secondary, but it's look, he's, that's going to be a rough battle tomorrow night uh, if you're a Spartans fan. It doesn't, doesn't look so good for that. But if McCarthy is a guy. Um, I actually met with somebody who was uh, a, a, an NFL-employed scout after the Notre Dame-USC game uh, more than last Sunday morning. And uh, he, we talked a little bit about McCarthy, and he's like, "Yeah, we're we're interested in that." In that, you know, he's he's getting. 
I don't know if he's going to get into the first round or not, but uh, top 50, um, he could go in the range where like the Lions took Hendon Hooker this year. You know where uh, you know that that that's mid second to early third. I think is 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 his floor. He's athletic. He's got a fantastic arm. I think that's another thing that he doesn't get enough credit for. He throws a very nice deep ball, kind of like Jared Goff. He doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's got, he generally gets really good velocity and touch on it at the same time. And that's 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 one of the things that you want. You can have guys that can throw the ball through a brick wall. Um, the Bears are starting one this weekend, and uh, their undrafted rookie Tyson Bajant from from D two Shepherd. Uh, I'm not sure that he can hit a car a, a target that's moving though. Uh, you know, I watched him down at the Senior Bowl throw a ball into a brick wall, and it, it left a chip in the brick wall. Like he's he's got the arm strength, but I don't know about the accuracy and the the decision making. That that's where McCarthy is gonna gonna. That's where he's taking a step up. He can he can still do a little bit more with that. I think uh, his ability to throw on the run, uh, the the way he sets his feet, not to get all analytically technical on it, but he's setting his feet better when he's moving and resetting and throwing the ball. That's helped his accuracy. It's helped his velocity down the field, and that's you know those are things that the scouts want to see. And that's I'm seeing that from JJ McCarthy, and apparently a lot of other people are too, because that's why you're seeing him in mock drafts. Uh, I don't have to do another mock draft until uh, Thanksgiving week, thankfully. I hate doing them, especially at this time of year. But the the rankings, uh, you will see an updated rankings board from me probably midweek next week. So uh, for for draft folks, and you will see you'll see Roman Wilson in there. You will see uh, Chris Jenkins in there. Probably not as high as what he has been. And you're going to see quite a few Wolverines in there. You know, the running backs, you know, the the Corum, uh, there Edwards, they're they're impressive. So what would you what, right now? You, you haven't done that latest mock draft on DraftWire and Jeff Risden joining us on the huge show across Michigan on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Where would you put him right now? Hey, if the draft was tonight, okay, in Detroit, we fast forward to end of April two thousand and twenty-four. What's yeah. a realistic spot range you think? J.J. McCarthy would go. I think because there are a lot of quarterbacks at the top, he's either going to go in the last five to ten picks of the first round or be one of the first picks of the second round. And it's a deal where a team that didn't get one in the first round trades up and gets him with like the 33rd or 34th pick. I think that's that's probably where he's going to go in that range, you know, that 25 to 35 overall range. Because, look, he, he's not going to beat out – he's not beating uh, – Drake May, Caleb not beating right, Caleb Williams, yeah. not not beating Bo Nix the way he's playing. What it's, about Michael Penix Jr.? I, I that guy just he's, he puts the ball on so the money. Good. He isn't he? But I, the problem is he's he's 24 years old and he has torn both knees twice. That's problem. <laughs> that's that's that that's something that's going to be. That, I, I'll tell you in in the draft circles that I'm in, we talk about Penix and nobody has a I, real good idea of what's going to happen with him. Uh, Laiatu Latu from from UCLA, they're they're fun, phenomenal pass rusher. If you just go by on the field, he's the best pass rusher in the country, the best defensive player in the country. But he had to medically retire from Washington because he broke his neck. How are NFL teams going to look at that? Like that's the the injuries do matter in there, and that's 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 the that's the hard part of what we do, <laughs> trying to figure out where those guys go. You know, Hendon Hooker is a good example. Tore his knee, not going to be available as a rookie. Like, how much does that weigh in? Hey, down? He would have been. He would have been top ten. He maybe. would. Have, he, he would have been right in the range where we just talked about McCarthy. That twenty five. He could have went five range, but he could have gone earlier. He could right. have been in play for the Lions at eighteen. Right. That's Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So they loved, they loved McCarthy. him. I, I don't <laughs> see him as NFL ready, but 
A lot of these teams draft on potential. Look at Anthony Richardson, who now is out for the year with the Colts. Boy, he was playing really good. He was playing really good football. Uh, C.J. Stroud playing phenomenal football for the three and three Houston Texans. If you would have put money on the Texans being three and three at this point in the year, uh, any book in the country would have taken your money uh, gladly. Uh, He's. He's doing some nice things. By the way, Nico Collins, remember, from Michigan, having a good year uh, supporting C.J. Stroud, Ohio State to Michigan connection down there. Never going to get a quarterback to throw in the ball. It's, it's fun how when, that when works. He was, yeah, when he was in Ann Arbor. <laughs> no, he, no, he really could not. Ironically, it's a Buckeye. <laughs> that makes Nico look like a legit wide receiver. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire in studio. Follow both on Twitter, Facebook, Calls West Michigan Home, one of our Lions NFL insiders. So this game with the Ravens uh, on Sunday, what do you think is a key or keys, three in a row, for the Lions to leave Baltimore with another huge road win? They have to not let Lamar Jackson be the deciding factor in the game, and that's easier said than done. Um, and it's not easy to be said either because he's he's really good, and I think the people who characterize him as a, a running quarterback who throws – you need to watch a little bit more Ravens football. He is a passing quarterback who runs now. They have upgraded his passing game weaponry around him. Uh, for years, I have lamented that they have never had receivers that are worth anything for him. They've gotten better there. Their rookie, Zay Flowers, he's not very big, but he's he's pretty darn good. You know, the, you're, you're seeing uh, Rashad Bateman healthy. Odell Beckham until he tears his knee again is is doing a good job for them. You know, they, we talked about Mark Andrews in, in the first of the second hour there, we, where he's he's a very good tight end, great target, fantastic red zone target. You have to find a way to balance not letting Lamar beat you in the air, but also not letting him beat you with his legs. Um, you you want it to be a game where they need to run the ball without Lamar running the ball, uh, or they have to throw the ball and you can play a little bit. Of, that off zone that they that the line the Lions did that very well against Tampa Bay and I, I got to give them credit for that because I didn't think they could do it. They were worried about Baker Mayfield running on them. Lamar Jackson is a different gear than what Baker Mayfield is as a runner. I think we all know that. But uh, the principles that they had of playing or play even some off man where they're still looking back, you know, keeping an eye on the quarterback just to make sure that he's not going. The linebackers staying clean. Uh, I, I think one of the things that Aiden, Hutch, Aiden Hutchinson did not have a great statistical game in Tampa Bay. I thought he played a phenomenal game because he occupied two of their blockers, which meant that that, that, that gave Alex Anzalone, that gave Jack Campbell, that gave Derek Barnes that much more room to run and operate, to not get blocked, to keep an eye on Baker where if he was going to run, they were right there to snuff him out. That's the kind of thing that the Lions need to do to, to stop Lamar Jackson. That's And that's... The fun thing is, is that's only half the game, and that's why this game—it's it, a national game. You're getting the you're getting the top uh, uh, Fox stu- studio crew uh, with this one. The, the fantastic Greg Olson, who I think is the best color guy in in the game, uh, will be on there with Kevin Burkhart. They're 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 going to be fun. It's 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 going to be a great game, man. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because this is a game. I feel like the Lions can legitimately lose this game. The, like Tampa, I, I wasn't too worried. You mean about just straight up like that? Baltimore may be the better team at home, possibly. Yeah, especially in the. And why is that? Well, some of it's the injuries that we talked about before. I think some of it is that Baltimore is a confident team. Um, and if you look at their losses, one of their losses, I don't, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was the Pittsburgh game. No, it was the other game. Uh, they lost to the Colts because John Harbaugh 
made a catastrophic clock management decision down the stretch. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think they've learned from that. Uh, but this is a team, they're physical. And the other thing that they do, their linebackers are really fast. You know, Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, those guys can play, and they're not just one-dimensional linebackers. And that's going to be problems for the tight ends. That's going to be problems for throwing the ball to Jameer Gibbs coming out of the backfield. And by the way, Jameer's going to play. We're going to see him. That's going to be great. David Montgomery won't be in the game, but you're getting you're getting Jameer back. That's going to be helpful. Their, their secondary, I will tell you, um, you know, to go back to the draft for a second, Kyle Hamilton was my number one overall player in the 2022 NFL draft. I thought he was phenomenal. The safety from Notre Dame. He got off to a little bit of a slow start with the Ravens, and a lot of fans were like, see, we didn't need that guy. He's really good, folks. He is as good as any defensive back in football right now. He's playing phenomenal ball. And that their their ability to control the middle of the field is an issue for Jared Goff, who's at his best, where? Work in the middle of the field. So th- th- this is going to be one of those games where Goff is going to have to elevate even like, – we talked about him. He's at playing at an MVP level. He's really got to prove it this weekend. I, he, he certainly can, but it's a game where if Laporte is limited or out and you know Gibbs coming back, you, know, you don't know how much he's going to be comfortable after missing a couple of weeks and not practicing for a while. You know, Jamo's still getting integrated in. It's a tough one. It really is. So you mentioned the Lions running backs and the issues there. Part of the reason why you're thinking this could be a loss on Sunday. What What is the status of that running back room with the Lions? Yeah, so Gibbs uh, has indicated that he's going to play. And we're reading between some lines with what Campbell and uh, uh, running back coach Scotty Montgomery said this week. I expect I expect Gibbs to play, and I expect him to play a lot. The issue is is that Montgomery will be out, and Craig Reynolds has not practiced. Uh, I don't know the status yet today. I haven't been able to, to check so that who's out. Who's the back of the Gibbs then? then? Then, well, then you've got Divino Zigbo, and okay, yeah, <laughs> I had that on my list. <laughs> uh, now he actually he he can catch the ball out of the backfield, but he's not a guy that you're going to. Mm. He's on the he's on your practice squad for a reason. And Gibbs won't be a hundred percent, will he? I, I doubt it. Yeah, he has a hamstring issue, wow. but he's going to play through. So it. If Gibbs can't go. Who are your running backs Sunday in Baltimore uh, for the Lions? The other guy would be uh, undrafted rookie Mo Ibrahim from Minnesota, yeah, who is a great college back, fantastic college back. Um, he's not fast, and he got hurt in training camp. They waived him. They brought him back this week. So uh, it's a little dicey there. And remember, they're also without their fullback. Not that Jason Cabinda does a lot for the offense, but he's not there either. He's on injured reserve. Wow. Now that is a, that, that's that flag I talked about last hour where the only negative, and it's, it's an uncontrollable negative. Yeah. Injuries are part of the game. We can use all the cliches. You know, how, how long does it affect you? Is this a game where you look at it and say, we didn't have healthy running backs? It killed us, but... On the flip side, I will say, with the way golf was throwing those darts on third down, uh, with golf, wow. with those receivers, with JMO, with Reynolds, you mentioned Laporta in the calf strain. He may not go or be limited. Uh, you still have golf, so it gives you, it, you, you know, you've got a chance. You've got, when a you've chance, got Jared Goff right? playing well, and he's been playing very well. The one thing that they did do, and they they did it in the Tampa game, they actually gave him a carry in the first quarter. Khalif Raymond was an option quarterback going into college at Holy Cross. He tur- he converted to being a wide receiver full-time. They gave him a carry. He got three yards. He's very, very fast and instantly fast. He's one of those guys where he's at top speed on a second step. 
I wonder if they could use him as a running back. They have a guy on the practice squad, um, uh, Edwards, who was who went to FIU, Florida International, as an option quarterback. He was their starting quarterback for a couple of games in his freshman year. He can run. He had he had a couple of games where he had over 100 yards rushing and multiple touchdowns as a runner in college. He's been he's kind of bounced around as a punt returner. He was in the XFL for a while. He's a loose like. The cupboard's not bare. Like, but this, I, I don't like what I'm hearing here that we're taking former option quarterbacks. Hey, that's an NFL team, and you're know, playing one of the better defensive units. Yeah. My honest opinion is that you still have Goff, you have multiple uh, receivers who are weapons, and if you got to throw 50 times to beat Baltimore, then so be it. You got to do it. Yeah. On that, Sunday, that that certainly can happen. Um, they're not a they're not a run first team. The run has been wonderful to eat some clock and also set up play action uh, for golf. But they still have a solid offensive line, and they still have an MVP candidate right now in golf. So I'm not panicking. It is amazing the mindset I have as a Lions fan and also as a guy doing a statewide sports radio show on how comfortable I am on game weeks now with the Lions because I trust. It's different, isn't it? I trust Campbell. I trust the coaches. And Goff is as good as any quarterback we've ever had in Detroit. I, that, those are all fair statements. That, that, and I'm comfortable. It's, it's very different. Rather than going into games like this, figuring out how are they going to blow this one? You know, we we had those conversations before before I, I I started coming in here with you, like the Patricia years, even the Caldwell years. How are they going to find a way to screw this up? Because they're as good as the other team, but they're probably not going to play like it. You don't, we don't, we don't hear it, and we we're exposed to a lot of it. We're exposed to all facets of Lion fandom, from the guys that are guzzling the Kool Aid. You know, from from day one to the guys who are just now starting to crack those copper crafts open and, and enjoy them, you know, we're we we get that gamut, and it, it's different, and it's it's such a more fun place to be. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, we joke uh, that I'm with the USA Today Wire, and we have our we have a group uh, meeting room uh, virtual thing, and one of the things that a couple of guys have joked about me is like, what's it like covering a winning team now? Because I so I, my first day there was Christmas Eve of 2016. I covered the Browns and the Texans that year. The Texans actually went to the playoffs. They actually won a playoff game that year um, with with Brock Osweiler as their quarterback and Ode Abushi as their best offensive lineman. But like I I haven't really had a lot of success then. I covered the 2020 Cleveland Browns. You know, they, they were a lot of fun. They were great. But they were always like, man, you're living on the edge of your seat with that group. This Lions team is is so complete and so thorough in what they do that it, it's it's a different animal than anyone that I've ever covered. You know, I like I've covered some great players. I've covered some pretty good teams. I've covered some really really bad teams in my time. the 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 depth that this team has come from at the end of the Patricia era and going into the very start of the Dan Campbell era, where they had to get rid of everybody. Because one of the big things, I hate dwelling on this, but Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn needed certain types of players and only those types of players. Jelani Tavai is a great example. Trey Flowers is another example. Guys who are solid football players and what they do in that system, but outside of that system, they are worthless for every other NFL team. They got worthless instantly in Detroit, and they didn't. They couldn't get rid of all those guys fast enough, and that's that's one of the reasons why they struggled early. But uh, you know, we talked about it earlier. Give Sheila Hamp credit 
for sticking with this and understanding that it's not a quick fix. Understanding that there are going to be some setbacks along the way because the team isn't there yet. And uh, she deserves credit for for staying with the plan and empowering the guys to, to get through it. And they're we've come out the other side now, and now we are a legitimate... <laughs> I'm waiting for the Lord to strike me down. A legitimate Super Bowl contender in Detroit. I'm saying that, and I'm not laughing. I'm not on my fingers crossed. I don't have any talismans around here. We're we're good, man. It's fun to be good. <laughs> legitimate Super Bowl contender at this current moment with the Lions. Legitimate MVP candidate with golf. Legitimate 100%. Coach of the Year candidate with Dan Campbell. Absolutely. Legitimate, All- legitimate uh, defensive coordinator of the year assistant award. Uh, with two sides, could be with Ben Johnson and with Aaron Glenn. Absolutely. Uh, ben Johnson probably got that Aiden, leg up on that, but he's the. Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Pro Bowl bound. Absolutely. Oh, right. oh no, no question about it. Look, look, look at all these stories and look how young this team is. And they're not, they're not handcuffed to the salary cap. They've still got so many guys that are still on their first golf, contract. Right? They're, they're going to have to pay golf. They're going to have to pay Jonah Jackson. They're going to have to pay Panay Sewell. Probably not this offseason, but at some point. They are going to have to pay Amon Ross St. Brown this offseason if they want it to not get ugly. Uh, because I think he's he's in line to be paid as one of the top receivers in the league. And that's another one. The sooner you get that deal done, the cheaper it's going to be because that, his price tag is only going to go up the, the greater he gets. So you can see that come this offseason. So this offseason will have some tough decisions. Uh, it's going to be one of those where they're probably not going to be big net spenders in free agency because they're going to be locking up their own guys. Again, that's a shift to being a good football team. We're not used to that. We are not used to having your third and fourth and fifth round picks from five, four, three drafts ago, all signing back because they're good. We're used to poaching other guys. Oh, that guy was a third round pick by the Patriots back in 2017. He's probably better than what we've got because we've drafted like crap. Like we don't have that problem anymore. It's a very nice place to be. They are set. Uh, This isn't a short term salary cap window. This is really building a culture, a team, and also financially from the front office side that they could make a long run. I liken them a little bit to what I'm seeing uh, with the Niners, even though the Niners have spent a lot more money and they went out and got a a McCaffrey, but the Lions get the Ravens on Sunday. Should be an unbelievable game, and let's see what they do against another solid defensive unit because Rizzi, and by the way, Jeff Rizden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, online, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, on Twitter. Flip it if they win on Sunday and they've posted W's at Arrowhead, Lambeau, Tampa, and Baltimore to start the season. Wow. That, that's where you get into Is there not, a- not only Super Bowl contender to get there, but if they go win Sunday in Baltimore, you're going to look at that schedule. You're going to look at the landscape of the NFL and ask yourself right now, neutral site, who would you really fear – if you're the Lions, not fear. I, I, I'm not saying they would, but a fan, fan listening. I think San Francisco, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Philly, maybe Miami. Dallas. I don't think Miami has a defense. Miami, Miami's going to score. Dallas's though. defense is still tough. They're yeah, they're good. Um, their offense. <laughs> Who you know? I mean, Mahomes. Still. They're, they're, I, I'll put it this way. Uh, I'm very comfortable with Dan Campbell going against Mike McCarthy head to head in the coaching matchup. That would be. And Mahomes in a neutral site playoff format, he's still Mahomes. Yeah, Seattle is tough because they match up very well with what Detroit does, and they've beaten us two years in a row. 
I don't think either of them was a fluke. They they concern me still. Um, they have warts, but their their warts are not easily exploited by what the Lions do. So they they worry me a little bit. Baltimore is another team. I'm not going to overlook them. Kansas City, we been there, done that, man. We 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 got count. There, there's not another team in the. I will say. If the Browns somehow make it, if and by the way, if it's a Browns Lions Super Bowl, <laughs> I might die. <laughs> I'm rooting for Stafford Golf <laughs> NFC Championship game in Detroit. Lions with home field oh, that advantage. Would be, that would be fun. That, and Stafford and the Rams coming down the tunnel. You know the Rams are the Rams defense. I got to give them credit. I buried them this offseason because their their defensive depth chart on paper looked like what are you doing? Like why? Who are these guys? They're playing pretty well. They're playing some good football. And Stafford has been not at his best, but he's been close enough that they're that's a good football team. They're they're not going to be an easy out in the West, uh, but they they got to make it. You know that's that battle for that last wild card spot in the NFC between looks like Washington, um, uh, Dallas is is in that group. If Minnesota ever gets it together, and I'm not sure that they will. They're going to be in that, you know. Atlanta may be sticking around. I don't, I don't know, but uh, that that last spot, and that by the way, that could be the team if the Lions happen to be the three seed. That's who's coming to Detroit the first weekend. That's, uh, you know, we, it's funny that we're talking. It, it's it's enough not, enough of Seattle at Ford Field. Yes, please yeah, get, get rid of that. We do not want the four we're, seed because they're going to be the five. We're talking playoff seating. We're talking Super Bowl. It's, it's October twentieth, and we're talking playoff seating. And I think if they win at Baltimore on Sunday, the Lions will move to the top of every NFL power poll. They should. Why wouldn't they be? And they're already cl- they're already the number one NFC team. I saw USA Today had them at the top of their poll. They did. Jared Jared Bailey. Uh, yeah, Jared Bailey did that. Uh, he's. Uh, he got hired on this year, and I'm glad that he's there. Wow, yeah, at the top, and their number—they were the top NFC team, I think, in the CBS one and ESPN one. So we'll see how it yeah, plays so the, out. Of, of all the teams that are five and one right now, I think there's five of them. The Lions have the strongest strength of schedule that they've played so far, and a lot of that is the fact that they beat Kansas City, who's also five and one. But uh, none of the other teams have, have played teams that are anywhere close to the, the record that the Lions have, the win percentage collectively. And that's the thing. This this game like this is the end of the hard part of the Lions' schedule. <laughs> Come back from that bye. I, mean, I don't th- I don't think Las Vegas is too much. I don't want to overlook the Raiders because they do have they have guys that are very good players. Uh, they don't have enough of them, but they do. Like Max Crosby, that guy's really really good. Devontae Adams, that guy's really really good. They've got some guys that can scare you, but as a team, they don't scare you. And then you got to play the Bears twice. You gotta play the Vikings again. You gotta play the Packers in in on Thanksgiving in Ford Field. Like we watched the Saints last night. We watched the Chargers last Sunday. Like that, those teams don't scare me at all. Dallas in Dallas on on Christmas. Yes, that'll be tough. Dallas Chargers defense is still good. I watched him in that Monday night game against. Uh, that, that's that's sure. another team where if you have Dan Campbell coaching against Brandon Staley, one hundred times out of one hundred, you're taking Dan Campbell. Well, Mike Mike McCarthy uh, took you know Staley to school, that, and, and that's that's saying something because Kellen you're Moore you're can, right about that. I think <laughs> I, I think Staley can get removed here quickly, and Kellen Moore will get the interim job. That would not surprise me at all, right? Because you'll yeah. see a. It's part of the reason why I think they brought him in, anyways. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So now yeah. you get the uh, in season test to see that way if he can't cut it you just move on from 
yeah. uh, Staley's entire staff. It's fun how teams do that. I think Carolina did that, bringing in Deuce Staley. I think the Browns did that in bringing in Jim Schwartz. If, if Kevin Stefanski wasn't going to cut it, hey, Jim Schwartz, you're the head coach now. Uh, it, it's funny how teams do that. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think the Lions had that in mind when they brought Scotty Montgomery in because he's a guy that's going to get some head coaching looks as well. You know that that's that's another thing. And this this came up in Lions Twitter this week about you know what's going to happen when Ben Johnson leaves and and Aaron Glenn leaves because they're going to get head coaching jobs. Like those are fun. Those are first world football team problems to have instead of having to worry about who's going to replace our crap head coach. Um, we don't have that problem anymore. It's kind of nice, man. Yeah, it's it nice. Is. Uh, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, online. Also at Jeff R I S D O N. One of our Lions NFL insiders joining us in studio on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Whether you're celebrating touchdowns at tailgates or watching your favorite football teams this weekend. And you're 21 and up, grab a blue raspberry lemonade and vodka crafted cocktail from Coppercraft Distillery. Look for Honolulu Blue at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store. And if they don't have it, ask for it. More conversation on the lines. We'll get to some of the storylines across the NFL. Risden uh, in studio on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday. From Grand Rapids to Detroit. This show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are tied atop the league standings as one of five teams entering Week 7 with a 5-1 record through their first six games. The Lions defense held their third opponent last week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to under 50 yards rushing. They've only done that one other time in franchise history back in 1943, and they've even held two opponents this season without a touchdown for the first time since 1954. The Lions have produced 350 total yards of offense and 20 points in each of their first six games. Jared Goff and company have extended their NFL best and franchise record streak, producing 20 points or more for 15 straight. It'll be a tall task against that top five ranked Baltimore defense this weekend as the Lions go to take on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, the AFC North leaders at 4-2 and two at 1 p.m. on Fox. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan, available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. 
There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, Make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by the Coppercraft Distillery. Look for that blue raspberry vodka handcrafted adult cocktail. When you're watching the Lions this weekend, college football, the rest of the NFL, you have to be 21 and up to drink Honolulu Blue. Your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store, ask for it. If they don't have it, tell them to get it from our friends at Coppercraft Distillery. All right, Rizzy, before I let you go, I want to get your prediction on the game Sunday, Lions at the Ravens. What goes down? This is one of those where I, I, and I actually wrote this, if they played 100 times, I think the Lions would win 51 of them. Not sure that the Lions, as they exist right now with the injuries that they've got, can win more than maybe 35 to 40 of them. And it depends on how it plays out. But um, I laid it out a little bit earlier. The way that the the Ravens' defensive focus, they control the middle of the field. And that's a problem for Jared Goff. Jared Goff's going to have to work more on the margins, on the on the deep outside. That's Jamison Williams' territory. And that could be great. And it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he did have a phenomenal game in this one. Because the Ravens don't have anybody that can match up with him speed down the field. They're, they have very good safeties. They have great linebackers. They're really good at stopping the inside run. But the, 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 J-Mo will be a variable in this one. Jameer Gibbs coming out of the backfield and catching the ball, making that first tackler miss is something that he's got to do. That's, Gibbs will play. That has yeah, been confirmed yeah, yeah, from Gibbs, Coach Campbell. Yes, Gibbs Gibbs will be good to go. Uh, the rest we're, we're still wondering about. Like like Even if they play like Laporta, Vitae, Jackson, like all these guys that are – you know, dinged up. It's this is a tough place for those guys to not be at a hundred percent and to go in because this is a Baltimore team. Keep in mind they're playing in a division where all four teams right now have winning records. They've got to have this game and they know it. Final score Sunday. Ah, people are going to like this, but I got the Ravens winning. Uh, let's go twenty-eight twenty-four. Rizzy, good stuff in studio today on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday. I will talk next week. Phenomenal weekend of college football coming up, too. Can't wait to talk about it next week. Yeah, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both of them on Twitter, Facebook, online, and also at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Uh, Jeff just mentioned all the college football, the NFL action this weekend. Things are better when you get in on the game day greatness with the DraftKings Sportsbook app an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So this is for new customers 
Use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you'll score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Like I said, get it on the game game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can score that $200 instantly in bonus bets. When you bet just five on the Lions, the NFL, or college football, that's code HUGE. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, the crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117-21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit Restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Now, if you missed any of our conversation about the Lions, about J.J. in the April 2024 draft in Detroit, all you have to do is search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. And also, we have everything you need for free 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh, my. The boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. At the box office and etix.com. Sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh, my. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are set to wrap up our number three on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery and their adult cocktail beverage. 
Blue Raspberry Lemonade and Vodka. It is the ultimate Honolulu Blue drink available at your local pub, restaurant, or bar, or your local stores all across Michigan. If they don't have it, ask for it. I do want to welcome in Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. He handles and is in charge of the GR office in downtown Grand Rapids. Dorn Mayhew's world headquarters are over in Troy on the east side of the state. Also, Josh and his team put up the $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge contest. You could win it. It's free to play every week through the big game. Try and beat my pro football picks. You have until Sunday morning every week to play at the Huge Show. Dot net and that fifteen hundred dollars in cash could be yours. Josh, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm fantastic. Uh, great job on air yesterday with Lomas. For those that don't know, every week Josh joins me in studio with Lomas Brown, and we break down the lines and make our NFL picks. There, I mentioned you can make your picks at the Huge Show. Dot net. So, a job well done. Also, Josh will take my college football picks against the spread and Josh I currently sit at 38 and 34 on the season in college football against the spread that's a pretty good record so far hey man if you're over 500 you're not losing and you know what (laughs) if you're not winning you're a loser (laughs) <laughs> well, you're winning right now. I said last week I want to audit those records, but I haven't seen those yet. Okay, so. <laughs> Mr. Auditor. Okay, uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, Josh's actually initials when he when he signs his golf cart are IRS. So they're really cool. <laughs> All right. All right, Josh, let's go. You ready with the picks? Ready. All right, Penn State is getting four and a half at Ohio State. I like Ohio State to win this game by a field goal. I'll take Penn State plus four and a half. I like Penn State. To, I think there's an upset coming. I like Penn State to win that game, so I'll take the points. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm saying a field goal game similar maybe to what we watch with Ohio State at Notre Dame. So I'll go with uh, Penn State plus at four and a half here on my picks against uh, the college spread. Another interesting game out west, Washington State. And Oregon getting 20 from the Ducks. I think Washington State's a good football team. I'm not saying they'll win, but I'll take Washington State plus a 20. Same. I'm with you on that pick. Minnesota's getting three and a half at Iowa. I think Minnesota will win this game. Iowa has no offense. I know they won at Wisconsin, but I'll I'll take Minnesota plus a three and a half. I agree with that pick. I think Minnesota wins. Yeah, I really do. Iowa's just lucked out in... I just don't see it happening. Uh, Central Michigan uh, giving Ball State four and a half at Ball State. Uh, I like the chips by a touchdown in that game. I do, too. They've been playing decent. I'm, I'm going to be with you on that pick. Michigan giving Michigan State 24 points on Saturday night. That's a number 25 wow. I didn't like. I, I like the minus 24. I think the Michigan defense... We'll shut them out. I'm going to take Michigan uh, minus the 24. That's an update from earlier this week, but off of 25 to 24, I like it. It's a safe number. I'll take Michigan minus 24 against Michigan State on Saturday night. That's a lot of points, but I, I'm i going to be with you on that pick. I think Michigan gets it done, so I'm with you on the minus 24. 
Josh Garvey, he is the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. He is in charge of the GR office, the world headquarters for Dorn Mayhew in Troy on the east side of the state, one of America's and the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. Josh, good stuff this week. We'll talk football next week. That sounds good. All right, Josh Thanks Garvey. Thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, enjoy your weekend with the family. Superfly speaking of the weekend, enjoy it. Michigan, Michigan State is going to be fun on Saturday night. Lions on Sunday. Uh, we'll be talking about both of those games starting at 3 on Monday all across the Michigan Sports Network. For the radio station close to where you'll be Monday at 3, just go to thehugeshow.net. And like I mentioned, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.